Welcome to another In Wheel Time podcast, a 30-minute mini version of the In Wheel Time car show that airs live every Saturday, 9.30 a.m. to noon central. Welcome to the award-winning In Wheel Time car show. We talk about all things automotive. Coming up, Jeff is going to have our pre-owned featured car of the week, the 2017 VW Passat, if you're into used cars. Racing season right around the corner. We'll tell you when and where. Plus, Conrad will have his weekly car clinic, and we'll also have the stories making auto news headlines. That and more just ahead on today's In Wheel Time Car Show for January 23rd. 2021. Howdy, along with Mike out of this world, Mars, King Conrad DeLong, and Jeff Zekin. I'm Don Armstrong. Glad that you could join us today. Uh, it's a... We, we've won an award for this? <laughs> Multiple. Years and years ago. <laughs> well, I remember the, the one of them was Antron Brown interview, which, which was just a hoot. Hopefully we answered this year's Antron Brown interview as well, because that was a lot of fun. Can't hear it. But at any rate... Uh, there's that. Uh, but we do have, uh, at this particular time, another guest. Do we not, Mr. Mars? Yeah, we're uh, double-checking audio, but he's here. He's looking good. Brian, are you on there? Can we hear you? I am. Can you hear me? We can hear you. Oh, my God. It's a miracle. It hey. is today. Technology. Are you up there near the Dearborn area? I am, yeah, just uh, Metro Detroit area. It's a uh, good 11 degrees out this morning. And, uh, you know. I was born in Detroit. You were, yeah? Yeah, I grew up in Dearborn Heights. Oh, nice. Yeah. I used to stop at the uh, White Castle there out by the airport in Dearborn. <laughs> yeah. know, know the place, yeah. I used to ride horses uh, between my house and school up there in, uh, in, in, in Michigan. Uphill, both ways. Both ways, yeah. In the snow. In, in the, the snow. snow. Well, it's only 60-something yeah. here today, so welcome to Texas. Yeah. Well, Brian. Yeah, that Brian, would be nice. Yeah, Brian is the man. Uh, Ford F-150 is his badge, and uh, he's also the... Hybrid guy. Well, he, right. he is the man. If it's F one fifty, F what? Yes, he is. And uh, and and but the hybrid part of it, I think, is we're going to underscore that here uh, in this particular interview with him. So, Brian, uh, is there today a Ford F one fifty hybrid? Yeah. We, so we're launching the hybrid now, right? It's part of our new truck coming out in twenty twenty one. Went on sale uh, at the end of last year. Uh, you'll start to see them in dealerships now, and um, uh, so far, it's it's getting a great response. So, tell me about the hybrid version of it, and uh, why would I want to buy one? Well, you know, it's it's um, it, when when you really look at the powertrain itself, it takes our our really really strong three point five liter EcoBoost powertrain, right, with that gas turbo direct fuel injection that that has so much power and capability, and it it marries to it that an electric motor. Um, so you're really kind of getting the benefit of all this power and capability plus additional power from the electric motor that gives you tremendous capability and great fuel economy at the same time. So it's a we think it's a, a true win for our customers. So give me uh, give me a background on fuel economy because I think that that's important as well as torque, grunt, uh, and uh, reliability. So how much horsepower does a regular F-150 uh, with, with the uh, with the EcoBoost engine in it? How, how much horsepower does that have? So our, our 3.5 EcoBoost in 21 has 400 horsepower, 500 foot-pound of torque. 
the hybrid goes to 430 horsepower, 570 foot pounds of torque. Wow. Oh my wow. God! So okay, all right. It's our most powerful po- engine in the in the lineup. Well, uh, and that's pretty stout in anybody's book, I have to say. And this is a gasoline version. Now, uh, where do you put the electric motor? Well, the, the you know that they they mounted into the transmission between the transmission engine housing is okay. where it is. I'm, and I will tell you, I'm more of the marketing guy than an engineer. So uh, I, I've seen the rolling chassis and talked to the engineers about it. And, and they married it up in there um, uh, between those two places. Uh, so does the hybrid power, power 10 speed, does the hybrid powertrain just kind of help it launch or does it uh, work purely as an electric at, uh, at low speeds? It will work purely as an electric at low speeds. Um, so there are times you can be in electric mode only, and there's times you can be in gas. Uh, it does help at launch. It does help going down the road as well, right? We've pulled trailers uh, at a, a drive event with it, in, you know, on, a, on some slight downhill grade where literally you're just in electric mode uh, with, the, wow. know, with the trailer on behind. So. so it's a little bit different in application than some of the other hybrids that are out there because most of the other, a lot of the other hybrids that are out there really only engage kind of at the launch mode. Um, uh, but you guys are uh, doing the launch as well as down the road, which is pretty, you know, a different way to do it, which really is what helps the customer in the now, fuel even economy. Well, even though that it has more horsepower, does it get better gas mileage? It does, yeah. So the the hybrid uh, is rated up to twenty six mile per gallon on the highway. Uh, wow! For a full size pickup truck, so it's it's pretty strong. Yeah, and uh, clearly you guys have sales expectations. You know, for truck guys, at least down here in Texas, they're going to go a hybrid in my Ford F one fifty pickup. Eh, I'm not too sure about that. So how are you dealing with that kind of mindset? Um, you know, what we found with our customers, if you think about the history of F-150 over the last decade, right, we launched our, our EcoBoost powertrains and, and showed customers that a V6 powertrain could do everything and more that a V8 can do, and customers have really rallied behind it. Then we went to our high-strength military-grade aluminum alloy body, showed the strength and the capability and how lightweighting the truck really benefited them. Now we're doing it again with a hybrid powertrain, right? And we're, we're out there showing the customers. We've had some drive events, and, and you know, we're doing things to show the proof points. We've got some great videos online. But it's it's another powertrain. It's another opportunity for them to, to, to see kind of the advance in technology that really is not – it's not taking away from anything. It's actually adding. It's adding capability. It's adding efficiency. It's, you know, it, it's really kind of a, like I said before, it's a, a win or we call it an end solution for customers. And on the, does it give you any indication? I know some of the uh, other systems that are out there, the dash kind of t- tells you what's happening uh, uh, with the hybrid gas engine inter- integration. Do you have some kind of feedback to the driver when it's in, engaged? Yep. So, so on the on the instrument cluster itself, you can see the basics of the tachometer, right? When it goes to zero, and then it'll tell you in your electric mode. But also on the on our our new twelve inch touchscreen uh, in the center stack, there's a screen in there where you can actually see the power flow, where it's coming, what's happening at yeah. the same time. So yeah, that's really kind. That, yeah, that's kind of cool to watch because if you if you learn to watch it and you can learn how your driver input can keep it in the electric mode um, and really excel excel your uh, fuel economy on it. You you said twelve inch screen. Yep. So our our new truck uh, has a. A 12-inch touchscreen in the uh, center stack uh, that uh, it's on over 60% of our lineup, uh, and that that new screen tied to our new Sync 4 system with better voice controls, voice commands has been a really big hit for our customers. They love it. Um, it it 
functions really, really easily for them, and it gives them great information uh, right at their fingertips. Well, it's really a brand new dash, is it not? I mean, it includes the instrument cluster as well. It, it does. Actually, an all-new truck, right? So in 21 model year, the truck is all new, um, you know, over 90 Ninety percent of our parts are new. I think it's actually ninety-five percent. Um, so it's it's an all-new vehicle, and uh, you know we we've done a lot of work on it on the interior, the exterior to kind of give customers that that strong, capable look they want on the exterior and on the inside. Give them some more of those amenities and features that they really like, uh, including that touchscreen. And then on our Lariat, King Ranch, and Platinum uh, and Limited models, we actually have a full digital dash. The instrument clusters uh, all digital as well. Yeah, I have to tell you that I, I'm currently driving one. Now, it is not the hybrid. It is the uh, EcoBoost V6. But I have to tell you that uh, that dash is uh, truly impressive. And I, it was time. It was time for you guys to update the dash. And I think that you've done an excellent job. And I think that uh, the people that are out there looking for a truck, they certainly need to go and uh, check out the Ford F-150 if they haven't already. We'd love them to do that, and you can find all sorts of stuff on Ford.com or go see your local dealer. The trucks are in the showrooms now, so it's it's really easy to go check them out. Well, you know how disappointing a year this has been uh, because car shows typically are huge uh, when it comes to people crawling in and out and under and over the truck to get all of the, uh, the nuances, and especially a brand-new model that has come out. Uh, a brand new truck, and, uh, and there's uh, no car shows to show it off at this point. So the only place people can see it's at the dealership. And I was going to ask you uh, regarding that: are, Is there enough uh, of these F-150s that you can actually go see one at a dealership now? Uh, yeah, they're they're shipping now. There, you you should be able to find them at uh, at most dealers now. Find a, at least a few of them to go take a look at and check out. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Tim Estradal. He's a member of the Tawa. I don't know if you know Tim, but he just took. Um, Picked up his hybrid up in Nebraska, uh, I think two weeks ago. Well, they get them earlier up in Nebraska yeah, because they're closer, closer to exactly. the factory. Yeah. <laughs> but but I thought it was interesting because I had the same questions about you know down here I've, I've had a truck for I don't know long time and and I use it as a truck a lot and it was kind of like why do I want a hybrid towing and all that stuff? But he really he had a little blip out on his YouTube channel where he went to help a friend work on his house on his fence. And he actually had a chop saw sitting up in the back of the truck and all these power tools because of the electrification of the truck. He didn't need to bring his generator with him to run all that stuff. And I thought, okay, now there is a practical application use for a, a hybrid truck. Yeah, you got a 110 power outlet in there that's going to run Don's refrigerator. It's got enough wattage that it can do something besides, so you know, actually, the uh, lights. It comes standard with a 2.4 kilowatt inverter, uh, which, you know, you think about those 2,000 kilowatt generators, it's a lot of power. Yep. Then you can option up to a 7.2 kilowatt generator that actually has a 240 plug in it. <laughs> hey, because I got I got a, a Honda 2000 generator, a little suitcase generator. When the hurricanes come and the power goes out, it'll run half my house. And you're telling me I could back up there with my truck. And just plug it into the truck. Well, wait go. just a minute. Let's take it a step further. I'm thinking that me, for me personally, right out there in the driveway, hook up the dryer to it and do my, my laundry out there <laughs> on the weekend. <laughs> no, you, you could be a, a rescue service for EV vehicles <laughs> with, with rang, range anxiety. Just yeah. bring them in, plug them into the 220. Yeah. You have a 220 plug in the back of a pickup truck with the optional inverter. Yeah. Oh, yep. We do. It's uh, it's so <laughs> that's crazy. You need that power at a job site for 
welders or compressors, whatever, we've got that capability built into the truck for you. Wow. Yeah, but, but they, taking it like well, like you say though, you know, if you got like Don's got EV range anxiety, Bad. so he can only go his say his forty or fifty miles, then he could call a tow truck. They could pull it up on the trailer plug it into the back of the F-150 and charge it while they're towing him down the road. That's great. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Your mind is working in overtime now. It certainly but is. But we're glad to hear it's working at all. Yeah, that, that, that it is. Well, Brian, I mean, the bottom line is is that the Ford F-150 is the number one vehicle. Uh, forever. Especially, yeah, forever. Especially here in the state of Texas. And I think that, you know, for regular people that listen to this show, they don't really think about that the Ford F-150 is used a lot in the construction business. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, there are guys that use construction tools, whether it be saws or whatever the case may be, that they have to have some sort of an electrical source. Mm -hmm. And what a handy thing this is. And uh, clearly, Ford doesn't offer an option unless they know people are going to use it. Mm -hmm. Right. We, uh, we, we studied a lot and, you know, we did a lot of research for our customers with this new truck and, and a lot of the new features in it really came from that customer research where we didn't actually just go to like clinics and have people come in. We actually went and, and, and worked, went to work with people and stayed with them for a couple of days. Right. We, I mean, we didn't stay at their house. We would literally spend a couple of days with them watching how they use their truck. And that led us to things like the, the generator mode in the vehicle, because we, we see them haul generators and gas cans or propane tanks. And, you know, there's theft issues. And how do you tie that stuff down? We figured out a better way to do that just built into the truck. Cool. Pretty, pretty creative. So so let me ask you. So you've got all this good stuff going on with the F-150. I run Interstate 10 a lot coming over here to the program and stuff and see a lot of people doing hot shot work. Is, are you looking or can you talk? Are you looking at the super duties? You know, going up um, to the two. You know, I don't have much info to tell you on Super Duty at, at the moment. Uh, you know, we, we uh, uh, we're just excited to get this F one fifty out there with our new hybrid powertrain. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, stay focused on the topic, Mars. <laughs> I know. Don't I'll wander just, off, I'm Mars. Just thinking future years Mar- here, Mars. You know, you've done this long <laughs> enough. He's not going to talk about you know F nine thousands or whatever it is. That's that's future product. That ain't going to happen. It's but I will try. say this. Based on what's happened in the past, if it's on the 150, it's you coming. can almost guarantee you that it's going to move up the food chain rather quick. Well, with the horsepower, with the numbers, the engine and stuff combined, I, I can see hot shotters using that. Stan and Sheila are saying, it, will it be powerful enough to run a margarita machine? <laughs> you know, I was thinking that, too, a beer cooler or something of that nature. Well, and, and it, you know, if electricity doesn't work, he's already mentioned things like propane, yeah. fuel, al- alternatives, that sort of thing. Just mount you a big tank in the back, whatever you need, you got it back there. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. But there's lots of capability with the uh, F-150, and, you know, they offer every kind of option known to man, including off-road and that sort of stuff. And uh, you could... You know, probably probably one of the most uh, user-friendly vehicles known to man on the face of the earth is the F-150. Tow the camper, bring the kids, whatever the case may be. Everybody's got one. Pretty much. My first truck was an F-150, you know, and it just... I thought it was an F-1. (laughs) No, that was Don's first truck. Don's a little older than I am. Yeah. They called them chariots back then. Uh, Chariots. (laughs) Thank you very much. But. well, well, so they, they're on the way if they don't have them at the dealership already. Now, is that whole, same thing hold true when it comes to the, the uh, hybrid? Oh, yeah. They we're, we're shipping hybrids as well right now. So you should see them at, at most stores uh, already, if not, um, and if not 
today in the very near future. But they're they are shipping. They have been since the uh, end of last year. They're you know, headed I, south. I brought this up before. You know, since uh, Texas is really your number one market when it comes to F one fifties, I want to know when you're going to build a plant here and start making them here in Texas. Well, you know, we've got two great uh, manufacturing facilities that do a great job for us right now. But Texas is an important market to us, and, and we'll always do our best to support it down there. Well, but, what uh, a, but no, well, new, no new announcements. Uh, at, what a uh, great corporate answer know, all of that. I'm telling you, he wow. must be in the marketing department. <laughs> he said he is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's great to talk to you. Uh, we really appreciate it. I guess uh, Ford.com is the place to go. Yep, yeah, you can find all the information on Ford.com. Uh, just look up the new F-150, and all six powertrains are there, including our hybrid with all the specs and details on them. And, uh, cool. You know, and go check them out at the dealers, test drive them. It's, uh, we think you're going to really like it. So our last parting question is going to be, when you coming down here and buying us some tequila shots at Loopy Tortillas? <laughs> Boy, I would love to. I, I haven't been able to travel for a while, but that 60 degree Texas weather and those, uh, you know, that, that little party sounds pretty good. Well, <laughs> you know, they let me. I'm in. He's well, got to dig himself out of the snow first. 11 <laughs> degrees. Brian yeah. Bell, it's great pleasure to talk to you. Fun uh, interview, and we thank you so much, and good luck with the F 150 hybrid. Well, thank you very much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Talk Thanks, to you soon. Man. Yep. It's uh, great to talk to him. Um, <laughs> You know, some of these guys, you just can't help it but go off the rails just a little bit. Well, you could probably plug in a uh, one of the heaters to the back of that truck if it's 11 degrees in, in Detroit. Right, and with the margarita machine right next to it. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, let me turn the page here because I know I've got something. Oh. We need to do the racing calendar. You and I were talking before we went on the air this morning. It about the It starts fl- today, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, IMSA is going to have their roar before the 24 when they're they're testing today, and then tomorrow they're going to have a qualifying race. Is Cadillac in IMSA this Cadillac year? Cadillac is still in IMSA. So is Corvette. So is Corvette. How dare you ask? And uh, <laughs> well, Cadillac runs the DPI prototypes, mm-hmm. and then Corvette's running the C8. That Corvette, you know, the C8 won the championship last year. So. In, in the top ten, you'll probably have four of them in the top. Yeah, yeah. six. Yeah, there's absolutely. And, well, one of them, uh, Wayne Taylor Racing, mm-hmm. who the black number ten car. Right. He switched to Acura. He when, did when Acura that pulled was out before last year. He did that. Yeah, yeah, when Acura pulled out of a corporate sponsorship, uh, Wayne Taylor Racing bought uh, one of the two cars in the programs from them and they're gonna and that cadillac shirt i wear the big cadillac shirt mm-hmm. cadillac racing that's where that came from that imps racing okay yeah. okay and so fact, i'll wear it imps imps is going to be on the roar before the 24 uh tomorrow it's actually going to be on tv and then uh the 24 hours of daytona is next weekend uh after that they start with the nascar at daytona daytona qualifying is going to be february 7th the clash at daytona is the 9th and thursday the duels at daytona which is the daytona qualifying the the twin qualifying racing and then the 14th uh on, on Valentine's Day is the Daytona 500. And then following that, once we jump into March and stuff, you're going to start seeing IndyCar back on the air. Uh, NHRA starts on the 14th of uh, March with the Gator Nationals. Kind of, It's still scrambled that they're starting the season with the Gator Nationals, and then they're going to go to Atlanta. And then on uh, April 11th, they're going to go back to California to Pomona for the Winter Nationals, which was always the starting one. And that one's kind of still in limbo 
as to whether or not they're going to be able to pull that off depends on what's going on in well, California. Well, they're coming here. Yep. Yeah. No, I mean, California, you know, they're know. still shut down and whether or not they're so be able screwed to do up, that. you mean? <laughs> it's it's a nuisance. Uh, a nuisance. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <clears throat> sorry. Uh, no, don't apologize. It's okay. I, I so, it. yeah, it's fun to see the, the racing is uh, back on the calendar and we're getting started with it. Formula One is uh, March 18th, uh, the Australian Grand Prix, and, uh, and more to come. You know, I've got this archaic looking, you can't really see it, but there it is. I got this uh, <clears throat> hand scratched uh, actual racing schedule for 2021 from gina from gulf coast racing series okay okay and uh so another name new name so the actual first race at houston motorsports park april 3rd with the usual guys out there yeah right and then there is on uh april let's see no may 8th is uh, Houston Motorsports Park. And then May 15th, it looks like Mobile International Speedway. Alabama. Yeah. Gina set this up. And uh, so it's going to be. Oh, see, I, I tried to look for a schedule for her and real, and I couldn't find one. Well, so that's, that's what why. it looks like currently. Oh, so she just has it written on paper right, <laughs> right. now. Yeah, and Gina, she, post it up where everybody well, can see it. She's going to, but she's got to get it printed and all that stuff. Got to make so. a party. She just made this 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 week, and I guess, uh, you know, everything's all looking good. So she did get that set up. Uh, she cool. did. And she had phone as, issues this week, too. And it looks there's going to be four races in Mobile, and the rest of them here now there's going to be appearances at talladega appearance what is an appearance well i'm not exactly sure how you would define an appearance um, are you driving the pace car for that uh, one? I, I, not at not at <laughs> talladega <laughs> i wish <laughs> we, that sure we, would be fun be bo- i'll do that bobby what was bobby 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 you bobby what <laughs> who's the ricky bob ricky bobby, bobby. he could be donnie bobby now <laughs> or he could be don trickle Cold trickle. Don trickle. Cold trickle. Yeah, uh-huh. Don Trickle. Oh, well, yeah. I can see, I can see uh, Donnie Bobby out there Ooh. running up and down the track <laughs> in his underwear thinking he's on fire. Yeah, yeah, or wearing the chicken suit. That, um... you you know, know, if I, I left it to you guys, I could only imagine how I'd be dressed and what I'd be driving. We'd, be, we'd have we'd, a remote We'd, we'd take there. care of you. You'd be driving a Renault Dolphin oh, around, around Talladega, no. two and a half miles. It would only take you seven minutes to do it. <laughs> That's okay. We, we, what I'd do is I'd go up to East Texas, up to Grand Saline, and pull Puss Wilson, and we would have him uh, recreate an incident that happened with me in the car back in the 1960s. When you shredded the suspension off the bottom of it? No, yeah. No, we didn't do that. We just kind of sliced it all off the bottom of the car. <laughs> all righty. Didn't uh, shred it. We yeah, I wasn't driving. I was merely in the front seat with eyes about that big around going, oh, my God, we're going to crash. <laughs> all these incidents, he's never been driving. He yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, he yeah, didn't yeah, do the smoke burnout with it. He wasn't I driving I was there. there. <laughs> I saw it happen, but I wasn't the cause of it. Sure. Kind of um, like Mars, uh, you know, in his tickets. What? Oh, I, well, well, be careful. I, Becky's watching. Does not get Mike in big No, she's not. Just a little trouble. Is she really? She yeah. is. She logged on. Uh-huh. She wanted to hear the stories. The secrets. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no doubt. You know what I missed in the first hour of the show? Let me go back and remind myself of what yeah, I, I was going to say. I'm looking. Uh, in the first hour of the was show. Was it in the first six minutes? No, not quite, because we weren't on the air then. Uh, I, I missed... 
the events calendar. Yeah, but I plugged all that in when we did uh, when we did uh, everything else. I, you I know, know I, you missed it. So it we took behind. care of you. You know, I give just him cues. It all. I so give I him cues, and he, and he could have just said, you know, you're right. Let me go ahead and, and dig that out, and, uh, and we'll do that yeah, after. I don't, I don't have to dig it out. It's right in front of me. Yeah. So now that he throws me under the bus. <laughs> okay. Well. Kima car meet tonight, 6 p.m. Always a fun Where thing. Where at Kima? No, it, Boardwalk? Yeah. Really? In that parking garage thing they have there. Yeah. The parking garage? No, no, no. But it's the parking lots around the garage. Pretty cool. Oh, the last time I went, they were in the garage. Yeah, they yeah. had a whole floor up there reserved for it. You oh, went that's up cool. into the parking garage for the car show. For the weather. Yeah, well, it was on top. It was really nice. And the other time, it was down a floor because it was, it was raining. drizzling and right. raining. So and, and Ryan's put it undercover. Gone, Ryan's gone to it, and I'm sure we can get him to do a video. The question is whether or not we can get his dad to format the video where we can run it on the air. We keep talking about Ryan and friends, and what, what, are you, what are we calling that segment? Ryan's Excellent Car Adventure. Ryan's Excellent Car Adventure, except we can't get it formatted in a way to, to put it on the air, or when we do get it, there's no sound. We just need to get the uh, Betamax machine over here and fix it that way. Hey, Ryan, just use your phone. Quit using that high-dollar GoPro you got for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, there, there's definitely a problem with that. Um, well, he's a, he's a teenager. He's outpaced us technology. Well, that's easy to do <laughs> is to outpace us Why, technology. Here, here's something. Here's a novel idea. Why don't we stop all of this, pause here for just a second, you two swap, and we can no, get... We, can we don't need to swap. swap. There's a camera just, in front of Jeff. Yeah, just we toss can look right up. Oh. We got the Jeff cam. We can look yeah. right up his nose. Sure, why not? Right. Well, the pre-owned car of the week time is now, and doing his chore... And that is to do his actual review of the 2017 VW it's Passat. All, Ladies and gentlemen, is JD himself, Jeffrey Zekin. Ta-da! We'll let Mike. There he it. is. There he is. So now you have to look down at look down at the, at the camera do it like right this. there. Uh huh. I just put it up like that. No, no don't no, do that. that. Can't do that. So we're going to do a 2017 Volkswagen Passat S. Uh, the available trim levels are the R-Line, the CC, the SEL, the S, and the Wagon. For right now, there's others available. Uh, the S is what we're doing. It's a small four-door sedan. Seats five to six people. I would say five comfortably rather than the six. Uh, changes year over year. Minor grill changes, uh, fascia dressings, rear bumper and deck changes. Uh, exterior features are body colors for the bumper, uh, black and chrome grill inserts, either or you could get. Um, you've got the uh, perimeter approach lighting, which are the side markers and the front uh, front corner markers as such, and a backup camera. That would be so far as the exterior features. Interior, you've got a 60-40. You got the, you got the video mic? Yep. Yeah. Okay. You've... Uh, it's running. Perfect. You've got the 60-40 front bench uh, split. You've got a six-way driver's seat, four-way manual passenger seat. Uh, you got a tilt wheel, five-inch touchscreen, and, of course, the Bluetooth with all the accoutrements that go along with Accoutrement. that. Accoutrement. Now, the, what, we're, what we're looking at here is the 1.8-liter four-cylinder. It is a TSI. The TDI is the 3.6-cylinder V6. Diesel. Diesel. Correct. That's and the one that got them in so much trouble when they lied on the... Yeah, and that's what I didn't want to do. I wanted to do the, the, the four-cylinder. And that's the most popular powertrain they have mm -hmm. in them is the, is the turbo. And, it's, of course, it's a four-valves four per cylinder, uh, ranging anywhere on the four-cylinder, 170 horsepower to the 280 horsepower on the, on the 
3.6, and then the torque would be 184 to 258 foot-pounds of torque. Uh, it weighs 32.63 in the pounds, and then it's, the, the, for some reason they, they advertise and, and boast that they have a 140-watt uh, amp alternator. Ooh, 140-watt amp. Alternator. Right. 100, well, 140, 140 amp. amp. Uh, amp. I'm sorry. I alternator. said what? 140 amp alternator. Okay. Uh, it is a six speed. Why would you boast about that? That's, that's, that's what I, they, in the, in the writers. Because you only got all, 160 horsepower. They're, they're proud of it. 170 horsepower with 140 run it, amp run it, alternator. Yeah, run it, run it off the amp. There you so go. If you add the two of them together, you got 310. But it was very noticeable in the reviews that, uh, that I was following up on. Uh, it's a six speed overdrive transmission, automatic, uh, 23 miles to the gallon city, 34 on your highways and Byways and of course thirty combined. It's an eighteen point five gallon uh, fuel tank. Now hold that shot if you would, there, Mike. Uh, we're getting to that in just a moment. You've got uh, uh, ride and handling. You've got the four wheel disc brakes. Uh, and another thing that they kind of focus on is their uh, they have a hill hold option, which I call emergency brake. Yep, it's a hill hold. Well, it's yeah, it, it's a European term, I guess. Uh, 215-60-16 all-season uh, tires, and you can get alloy, either black or silver inserts on that. Uh, you've got the ESC, which is electronic safety control options. Uh, you've got the curtain airbags, which are very safety-oriented. Uh, the vehicle that we're looking at on the TSI, the four-cylinder, you're looking at 11,200-ish uh, with 41,378 on the miles, which is actually... Uh, pretty decent. That's a pretty good price for the 41378 on the mileage. Uh, it's a good German engineering car. Oh, and it's been much. tossed around by, by a lot of manufacturers that have owned it and passed it on and owned well, it and, and passed and it on. And the Passat and the Audi A4 share a chassis. Right. And, of course, the setbacks, and Don mentioned it earlier, was the diesels. Now, what you're seeing there, since we've all been in the logos uh, the lately. The logo review. The logo review. And that's, so the first one was Hitler's. Right. Exactly. Well, it was in that time frame. It was in the 30s. Well, and it, it was Hitler's. And you can see progressively, if you can see that on your screen, uh, it gives the year dates and so on. That is so weird, man. Yep. Because it looks kind of Nazi-ish, doesn't yeah, it? It the, looks swastika -ish. And there's one that looks like a gear. Obviously, the second one next yeah, to that yeah, looks like yeah. a gear. And then they went ahead and uh, redesigned it, maybe making the Vs and the Ws the, the aesthetically pleasing with their fonts. So who was the lead engineer at Volkswagen at its inception? Oh, oh, oh. Ferdinand Porsche. There you go. Who, after Volkswagen, he developed the Porsche exactly because in that's the 50s. because of the Porsche design of the right. VW. Right now, there's even one that's not listed on there, and it's the new electric one uh, where the logo actually lights up. So the logo lights up, and it's it not, doesn't have anything to do with people shaking hands or anything. No, no, it? no, no, no. It's just a light up VW, and it, and it's not like the new lower cap, the lowercase GM one, is it? No, with no. The electric plug you in. You have to in turn it? your head sideways to look at it. No. Yeah. Anyways. Well, that was a, that go. was fun. I had to get up out of my seat to actually go over to the monitor and look at the logos because you know me. I like to dissect them all, <laughs> especially that Hyundai, which I'll never, ever get out of my mind. <laughs> you know, my wife, she can't, she can't look at Hyundai on the road anymore. <laughs> I can't, well, certainly not the logo, that's for sure. Hey, I want to remind everybody that the In Wheel Time Car Show streams on Facebook, YouTube, InWheelTime.com, and Twitch. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iHeart Podcasts, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Amazon, and Podcast Addict. The In Wheel Time Car Show will continue right after this quick break. 
Tailpipes and Tacos is Houston's premier cruise-in, and you're invited to join in. Whether you're a cruiser or spectator, Tailpipes and Tacos is the place to enjoy made-to-order breakfast tacos, fresh coffee, and mingle with Houston's fun car people. Mark your calendar for Saturday, February 20th for Tailpipes and Tacos at the Loopy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant in Katy, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Tailpipes and Tacos is free, and everyone's invited. You will see collector cars, hot rods, customs, magnificent originals, and resto mods all at one location. Cars from all over Southeast Texas cruise in and show off in a friends and family event at the Loopy Tortilla Mexican Restaurant on the Grand Parkway at Kingsland Boulevard just south of I-10 in Katy. Drag racer, car enthusiast, and Loopy founder Stan Holt brings you Houston's hottest cruise in, Tailpipes and Tacos, Saturday, February 20th, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Loopy's in Katy. The in-wheel time car show will be there, too. Get your ride ready, and we'll see you at the Tailpipes and Tacos Saturday morning cruise in, February 20th, 8 to 11 a.m. at Loopy's in Katy, weather permitting. Texas Truck Works is your go-to truck customizer. From mild-to-wild lift kits, custom wheels, and steering and handling enhancements, to the best personal and commercial wraps, Texas Truck Works delivers. Let Texas Truck Works founder Scott Stevens help you get the most out of your truck or Jeep. Texas Truck Works has decades of customizing experience, including power adders and complete engine swaps. Let the Texas Truck Works team design an upgrade plan that fits your budget. Get truck attitude today at TexasTruckWorks.com. Is your business or company looking to stand out in a crowded advertising market? Looking to reach the real auto enthusiast? You found it. You're listening or watching In Wheel Time, and so are your fellow enthusiasts. The In Wheel Time Car Show now reaches half a million, and we can put together a marketing plan that will engage them in your product, business, or service. To get the tires rolling, just shoot us an email to our marketing director, Jeff Zekin. His address is jeff at inwheeltime.com. That's it for this podcast episode of the In Wheel Time Car Show. I'm Don Armstrong, inviting you to join us for our live show every Saturday, 9.30 a.m. to noon central on Facebook, YouTube, and our InWheelTime.com website. Podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, iHeart Podcast, TuneIn, Google Podcast, and Podcast Addict. Keep listening, and we'll see you soon.